Max up next on the fan. What's up, Max? Hey, gentlemen. Good uh, good evening. I'm calling uh, because you guys asked an interesting question about should the Browns keep Joe Flacco next year. And I think it should be a resounding no. Because, yes, on one hand, he willed us to the playoffs with the help of Coach Stefanski. And then, on the other hand, he threw it all away on back-to-back possession. So I think it's time for the Browns to move on. Deshaun is our guy. If we want another quarterback like that, Maybe we can uh, explore getting a Ryan Tannehill or, or someone of that nature. And uh, that's all I got. I just want to say shout-out to JOK and David Bell, who played with Hart on Saturday and represented the city of Cleveland. The rest of the team needs to find themselves this offseason and uh, come back next year with some more heart and some more fire. So that's all for me. No more Joe Flacco. Deshaun is our guy. All right. Thank you, Max. I appreciate you. You know, at least Flacco did give the offense – a pulse. We'll always be appreciative of that. I just, I just don't know. I don't know how it fits in next year with the understanding that the moment that Deshaun Watson struggled, it wouldn't happen with the Browns. The Browns would stay committed. It's just all of us would then start to lose our mind and be like, well, Flacco could have made that play. And I, it just, it just sets yourself up for, a, it, it could end up pretty poorly just from our perspective. I know they don't need to look at our perspective, but that's what I'm looking at. Cause I look at the fans perspective on this. Yeah. I, I, again, I want him back because I think he's a great veteran backup quarterback for Deshaun. And you definitely have to have somebody who you feel confident confident that can come in there and win you some games if the quarterback goes down. And we just didn't have that this year. They planned poorly prior to the season when they traded Dobbs and they went with DTR and that whole thing. And then PJ Watt, like it was just, it was a mess. Like, let's get that short up. Good teams have good backups. What about Jacoby? Shouldn't we be in the discussion for Jacoby? Fine. Fine. It's a win-win all the way around, in my mind. Yeah, I, I, I mean, to me, Jacoby's the Flacco. Yeah, except he doesn't come with the same... I, I think Flacco did a number on the fan base that Jacoby didn't do. Jacoby, when he left, it was like, thank thank you so much. We appreciate you. We love you. Flacco was close to becoming Cleveland legend. You know? I, I mean, we, we've a lot of people have already basically put Jacoby Brissett in the rearview mirror, haven't thought about him uh, a second after uh, he left, whereas True. Flacco was in the position to have us think about him for the next 25 years if he would have just won a playoff game. Two one six four seven four to below 92. LeVon in Cleveland up next on the fan. What's up, LeVon? Yeah, what's going on? Yo, what's up, man? The, the other caller don't know what he's talking about. Don't <laughs> um, throw Flacco out. Flacco did a good job for us. Don't um, kick him to the curve. Uh, he did a good job for us. As far as the coach, I think he should step down and um, let somebody else do some decision-making. He just focus on um, running the team. And I think you should keep Kareem Hunt. Don't run him out, out of town. Either he helped out the team, and he'll be an addition to what Nick Chubb doing. And I think we should be okay. Our defensive coordinator, I think he got unfinished business, and he should be coming back. And the Browns didn't go to the football, but they are super, 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 super good. You're For super, sure. super, super, super good. Thank you, Yvonne. I appreciate you. He has the uh, overtime with Jonathan Pito and Fast Pass. What that is is anytime I do somebody else's show, if you're a caller into overtime, you get to the front of the line. It's like a Disney Fast Pass. You get right to the front. Yvonne has that. Uh, I I don't know, Dustin. I don't see it happening. I just – I people they, they all show. They've been asking whether or not Stefanski would give up the play calling duty, give it to somebody else, whether that means we'd get a better offensive coordinator. And you would get a better offensive coordinator – I just don't think he's going to do it. He's given me no reason to think that he's going to give up the play calling duties 
And I think it's going to cost them in the process of trying to find somebody that they can groom, somebody that they can actually uh, make better. But I do think it's important that you get somebody that isn't Alex Van Pelt because you offer up a new look and you try to get something to get that offense all fired up and ready to go. Like, it's it's okay to be super involved in the offense and the game plan going into, into to the week, but also on game day, like, let your dude call the game. And then what head coaches do who are offensive minds, and same, same thing goes for defense too, is, and I, I've talked to many coaches about this, like, they basically call, like, three, four plays a game. In crucial moments when they feel like they, they want to – you know, chime in and be like, no, we're doing this. Because mm. you're the head coach. You have that right. But, like, outside of that, you have more of a responsibility on that sideline to engage your team, to figure out what's going on, to to actually have a feel for the flow of the game, to know when to use your timeouts, to understand what's going on, to, to know, like, who's in the game personnel. Like, you can see so much more when you don't have to stare at the Waffle House menu. Yeah. And, and, and Stefanski also was always 30 yards away from everyone while doing it. I'm hungry now. I... I'm a little hungry too. I'm I'm doing protein shakes at the moment. I'm doing a lot of protein shakes, just trying to like fill it up and, and get myself throughout the day. And I haven't had one yet, and I'm starting to notice that. You had like Doritos in between the break. I didn't touch them. Oh, you didn't touch them? No, I'm trying to be good. All right, good job by you. I'm holding out for my uh, chips and salsa tonight. Well, that's that's for the game, right? Game time chips and salsa. Nachos at the game. Ah, I love nachos at a game. Nacho time at the queue. Now, do you order through the the app on the phone and they they put them right to the this the right to your section or do you, uh, do you we go get them yourself? We have done that before. I think that's incredible. We have that at sporting events these days. Yeah, it's pretty efficient. Blows my mind that you can just order it on your phone and then yeah. somebody will walk down the aisle and then just bring you whatever you wanted. We've yeah. come a long way since Frank the Tank. But think about. Yeah, obviously that. But I think about how much time people used to spend in waiting in lines for food and stuff like that. You can have that all fixed. I don't know what the cost of is on that, though. It's probably You probably pay a lot more for something like that. It's not that much. Really? Well, that's good to know. 216-474-0092. Mark up next on The Fan. What's up, Mark? Hey, guys. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, I was listening to your scenarios and then listening to you talk about uh, the coach is being let go, and something kind of popped in my mind I'd like to get your take on. Sure. Um, what, if we brought, what if we brought back Joe Flacco as a coach as opposed to a quarterback? Give him an opportunity to work with quarterbacks. Obviously, he's got years of experience. He knows offenses. I'm just kind of interested in what you would think if he came back in that capacity rather than a backup quarterback. Guy can still play football, man. Like, he proved it to himself this year. Like, I, I don't think he's retiring. I think he wants to play for a couple more years. He's only just about to turn 39 or just turn 39. Just turn 39. Yeah, just turn 39. Like, he can play for two, three more years easily. All right. Thank you, Mark. I mean, I'm, I'm not opposed okay. to the idea of him coaching one day, but, like, he proved that the dude still has a cannon. Well, and that's kind of why I, I don't believe that he's going to end up being the backup quarterback here is because the reports and everything we heard when he signed with the Browns was that he didn't want to sign anywhere to be a backup quarterback. He believed he could be a starter, and he wasn't going to come back to just hold a clipboard. That's not who he is, and it, rightfully so. Dude's won a Super Bowl. He's made $100 million. He doesn't need to hold a clipboard for everyone. He doesn't need to be around the game that badly. He can entertain his life doing other things. He wanted to play football, and I, I, the bet you would be making if you're Joe Flacco and you come back next year, you're betting on Deshaun Watson not being healthy for an entire year. So if, this, so if Joe Flacco does sign – Understand this. The bet that Joe Flacco is making is that he thinks Deshaun Watson's not going to be healthy for an entire season. That can't make you feel good. But he's not going to sign here to go ahead and be the backup and just stay like, okay, I'll, I'll be I'll be the the good soldier. I don't think he wants that at all. He wants to play. And I think if anything, this year taught him that he still can play. 
Takes two sides here. Agreed. Takes two sides.